This week's episode of Life Planning 101 originally aired in 2021. Please enjoy. Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more, all covered now on Life Planning 101. Very pleasant. Good Monday morning, chilly Monday morning here in Eastland, Texas. It's Life Planning 101 on KTX KWBY, and Angela Kennedy Robinson joins us as always. Good morning, Angela. Good Monday morning, and yes, what is this weather? Are we sure we're in Texas? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's staying cold. It's I don't staying, understand. Yeah. I don't understand. At I, least it's not like the Northeast. It's getting pummeled. I by guess snow. that's true, right? So um, we are going to have these years from time to time so well i've got some trivia for you this morning when was the last time the cowboys won the uh, super bowl Ooh. you know being in eastland texas we think we'd know that but the fact that you don't know that it's been a long time that is sad right yeah. 1996 wow wow yeah let's put that into year form here we're talking 25 years right a quarter of a century yeah that's crazy something else have the Cowboys never not played on Thanksgiving Day since 1996? Have they never not played? Yeah. Well, since you're asking this, I'm assuming there was a time where they didn't, but I... I don't know. I, I, as far as I know, I think they've always played on I think they've always played on Thanksgiving Day, too. So why is my question? <laughs> they haven't been, you know, the winning team in 25 years, and yet they still get that Thanksgiving Day slot. Just sort of a tradition. Yeah, it is sort of a tradition, isn't it? I wonder so, where this is heading. Yeah, you wonder where <laughs> this is heading, don't you? Um, you know, the, the reality is, is we have things that happen happen in our life all the time and we don't understand why they happen all the time because here's the thing I think about that I think about the ratings I know for a fact I didn't watch the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day this year it's probably the first time a long time but for years I've kind of been in and out of zone depending on how they've been playing right so you would think from a TV's perspective, unless they're getting loads of money just to play the Cowboys, wouldn't they want to keep their ratings as high as possible and play the hot game of the play year? The Chiefs. Yeah, play something that maybe last year's Super Bowl winners or uh, I don't know. Or, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But yes, you're right. You know this is heading somewhere. Yes. <laughs> so the where it is heading is why do we keep doing sometimes the things that we've always done? Is it going to keep us as successful as we've always been or can it send us in reverse can definitely send us in reverse yes that's right so you know i love stephen furtick right listen to his sermons all the time and one of the sermons he gave was about david and, and when david was crowned um he was crowned for killing goliath remember right and oh, ultimately right crowned for killing goliath and you know he was still fighting the philistines 25 years later and he was told not to go into battle because if he would have gone into battle, he would have lost his crown, right? So, you know, the reality is, is he didn't know another way to go about it. He was going to keep doing the same thing that had crowned him, but his people were saying, no, we want you to be our king. We need you to be our king. We need you to be in a different role today than you were then. So why do I bring this up? Well, I'm going to specifically talk to successful people today. And that's a very... uh, subjective term, right? But successful people have something in common. 
And that is, how do you deal with your success? How do you manage your success? Do you keep doing what you've always done to make you successful? Or do you stop and look and ask yourself, should I be doing things differently than what I did to make me successful to keep my success? What do you think? Do you think people that you and I think are successful, if we ask them, do you think they would think they are successful? Well, that's subjective too, right? Yeah. You know, some of the most successful people I know probably don't consider themselves successful unless you ask the direct question. If I said, you know, are you successful? And they'd have to reflect on it because they don't think of themselves in that way. Right. But if they've built a company, if they're a high income earner, if they're, you know, basically being a contributor to society, wouldn't that be success? Yeah, what, yeah that, what is the definition of success? What is the definition of success? And I think that's different in every single person's mind. But I specifically, you know, talk to entrepreneurs all the time and talk to successful corporate executives a lot and talk to farmers and ranchers a lot. And they'll tell you they feel successful when they've had a ripe harvest And I think that's what we have to ask ourselves. And you're right. That is a big question. I think some people don't say, well, they say, well, I'm not successful. So that doesn't pertain to me. So let me ask it a different way. What if you wouldn't be able to become more successful because you've been doing the same things you've always been doing and they're holding you back? Hmm. Yes. So it works either way. Right. And I think we have to look at it for what it is. And I'll give you a prime example. So this morning. I'm working on a, a new designation and studying, and I'm going re-reviewing some of uh, home and auto and uh, liability insurance limits and what this means and what this means and what this means. And I go to sit there thinking about it. I'm like, I need to look at my policy. And I wrote down like eight different things on my own policy that I need to look at. Okay. Well, I'm in that profession of looking at things holistically and making sure that you have every all your bases covered and here i am thinking about my own situation and this eight different things think about the eight different things and i haven't addressed it yet why is that because you're helping others and you sort of forget about yourself it's sort of like the carpenter that builds beautiful homes for other people and his house is falling down yeah it is so is your house falling down is your financial house falling down Because it doesn't matter that I'm in the financial profession. It matters that I'm focused on helping other people and doing what I want to do and what I feel God has gifted me to do with my life. That's my focus. That's what has created what I feel like is a success in my life each day, right? So if I stop that to sit there and look at my picture holistically And let's take the fact that I do this for a living out of the equation. Let's say that I don't. How much time am I going to spend doing that? Mm, A lot. A lot. And what do I know that I don't know? Or what do I not know that I don't know? Could that be a problem? Absolutely. Absolutely. How many times does this happen for successful people? more times than we know. That's right. I get a pleasure of working with, with one business owner here recently, and 
we've been uh, we've been doing coaching. So our coaching calls in Televen every month. Uh, Dill, we have a we have an hour and a half long call every single month, and we go through. Uh, in his case, he's got a business and his personal. So we have two pyramids that we're going through. We have the life planning pyramid, and then we have the business planning pyramid, and we're going from bottom to top addressing each of the issues that are very pertinent well we're discovering some of the things that when he started his business he simply didn't do because he didn't even know to ask the right question to do but if that got exposed today could cost him hundreds of thousands of dollars just because it wasn't done he doesn't even know that right right and so he didn't even know it was a risk that he didn't know it was a risk and you know in america we are so blessed we are so blessed that we can open shop in two minutes, right? How long does it take to start a company here? No time at all. No time. Right? None time at all. I mean, there's actually statistics done worldwide about that being a uh, an indicator of economic prosperity in that country, about how long it takes to actually start a business. Especially with the online era. That's right. Exactly. At the exact same time, how harmful could that be to you? could cause things that you don't know to happen, risks that you're exposed to immediately as soon as you open those doors that you didn't even know you were exposed to. And for most people starting out in life, they can Google that. They can ask around and talk to an insurance agent about this and a CPA about this and an attorney maybe about this and a banker about this. And they can get around to get things kind of started. But what starts to happen when they have more and more success? More and more risk. More and more risk. And who's asking the questions? Are we addressing the things that we don't know? And some people say, well, I have a controller or I have a CFO. Yeah, you may have that for your company. Sometimes I'd even challenge if they're doing everything they need to be doing. In the case I just mentioned, it wasn't happening. But who's your personal CFO? You. (laughs) thank you terry yes that's that's the point i'm getting at right yes i mean this is the thing that none of us have who's the personal cfo who's the one looking holistically at your picture with you making sure that all of those bases are covered and that way you aren't spending thousands of thousands of hours on google when we come back on life planning 101 i'm going to share a story with you about a successful entrepreneur CFO gone bad that you're not going to want to miss here on Life Planning 101. Segment two, Life Planning 101, we're talking success. Yes, and who is your personal CFO? I did not say your business CFO. I did not say your controller for your business. I said your personal CFO. So, you know, most people, like we mentioned in the first half, they start out doing this themselves, trying to piece everything together. They've got, you know, several different professionals that they're trying to manage, right? Very seldom do those people talk, but they're managing them. And if their success continues to grow, what happens is they often outgrow their situation and they don't even know it. So I want to tell you a little story about a gentleman that I met when I first came into the business. So I came into the business, it'll be 15 years ago this year, and this gentleman blew my socks off. I just, I was inspired by his um, resilience, his energy. You know, the people that walk into the room and their just energy just fills up the room with their passion, 
right? Right. And this is that guy. He was an entrepreneur, had a successful business and uh, growing leaps and bounds in that business. And I'll never forget the day when he was sitting there and he wrote a million dollar check. It was the first million dollar check I saw, right? And uh, I was impressed because the guy was pretty young and he was blowing and going and, you know, everything was going well. Well, we were trying to work with him and he never really let, he let us manage money, but he never really let us to help him never let us do the planning we would say okay come on you go kind of prod you know let's do this let's do it this way let's try to figure out this let's try to figure out no 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 and he was just kind of doing what we were talking about managing all these different professionals on his own and we'd get a phone call every once in a while he said oh I, I think I messed up because I should have done this and I hadn't done it yet and we just talk about it okay well this is what your options are now and it cost him over the years you know probably six figures and mistakes that he's made so not for him that wasn't you know horrible business owners make worse mistakes than that a lot but it was still a lot of mistakes well i want to fast forward to today and i want to tell you about this gentleman today he hasn't grown nothing's changed status quo he's not writing million dollar checks today what happened well, I can tell you exactly what happened. He quit focusing on his passion. He quit focusing on his vision. He quit focusing on the gifts that were given to him to do what he was supposed to do. And he got so caught up in trying to manage, micromanage every area of his success that that's what he focuses on. He writes payroll checks. He writes payroll checks. The man, when we met him, was writing a million dollar check. Did he need to be writing a payroll check? No. Seriously? No, he didn't. But he wanted to micromanage the situation. Control. Control. There's maybe so many reasons, right? Well, I'm in a, a group, I've mentioned this before on the show, called Strategic Coach. If you, you're an entrepreneur and you want, you're looking for growth, you need to check this out, okay? Because this guy, Dan Sullivan, probably one of the most incredible business philosophers of our time. And he's created this amazing coaching program. Well, he wrote this book, and it's called, It's Not How, It's Who. And he talks about the power of delegation so that the entrepreneur can focus on what they do best and only what they do best. Because the more you do what you do and what you're able to do, the more success you're going to have. The minute you stop doing that and you start giving your energy to other things, what happens to your passion? You lose it. Yeah, what happens to your energy? You lose that. <laughs> lose it, right? What happens to your focus? Gone. Yeah, something falls apart somewhere. It has to because you can't give way to all that chaos. And how many of us feel that way? Just a quick, you know, poll. If you're listening to the show today, are you overwhelmed? Do you feel confused? You know, we had some crazy, crazy news come out last week. I mean, GameStop. Okay, most people don't understand what happened they're confused they don't know what that means for them well by the way if you're gambling in the stock market it might mean something for you if you're not you just don't worry about it the reality is is let's just hope that in the end that uh we'll have some different rules out of this because this is this should have been illegal a long time ago and we've always said it's just the big guys that usually take advantage of it right side point the reality is is we're living in a world today that's getting more and more complex would you agree with that absolutely so is it getting more complex or less complex to manage your success? More complex. Is it getting more complex or less complex to pay less in taxes? More complex. Is it getting more complex or less complex to keep what you have earned? More complex. Is it getting more complex or less complex to protect your future? 
more complex. Are you ever worried about anything? Absolutely. Absolutely. We live in a world today that is just crashing down around us at times, and yet we go to one thing. G-O-O-G-L-E. Why am I going to tell you? It ain't going to tell you what you need to know because it doesn't need to tell you what you need to know. You need to be asked questions. You need to have someone asking the right questions. It's looking at that holistically. Someone that's being a diagnostician on your entire picture rather than just one little area at a time of your life. You know, a lot of people say, well, I've got my accountant, my CPA. I'll tell you a little conversation I had last week. It was a great one with a CPA. We were talking about this exact issue here, and he says, you know, I had this client that went off to an attorney, and I come back, and I feel like I'm the guy taking out the trash and feeding the dog, and I didn't have any input when I know I should be having input in this because this could hurt the client if this doesn't pan out right. I said, you're absolutely right. How many times has this happened? How many times are you going to one professional without the other professional communicating with them? And sometimes the two professionals don't even know how to communicate together because they've never had to do it. They've never been through that experience before. And how important is your success to actually keep? Is it important to you? It is to me. Yeah. I mean, most people probably say that. Then why do we treat it like we treat it? Why do we put it on the back burner? Why do we try to micromanage it? Good questions, right? So who is your personal CFO? When we come back right here on Life Planning 101, you're not going to want to miss it. Final segment already, Life Planning 101. We're short on time. Let's get to it. Yes, and we're talking about your personal CFO. So what is that? I mean, we all know in a business that a CFO, and this is actually a definition of Investopedia, is the person that's responsible for managing the financial transactions of a company. They manage the duties. They track cash flow, the financial planning, they analyze the strengths and weaknesses of a company, and then they propose what should be done. That's what a business does. Well, a good personal CFO is really doing just about the same thing, right? They know a lot to be dangerous in a lot of areas, but they're really not an expert in one. You don't want them to be because you want them to be broad-based. You want them to be able to say, oh, you know, I heard about this. Why don't we look into this? Or what about this? This might be an idea to look at. Or, you know, there might be two or three options for that. You know, how many times have you been to your attorney or been to your accountant and something comes up as an idea and you say, well, I wonder why my accountant ever told me about that. Or I wonder why my attorney never told me about that. Well, it's not that they're a bad accountant or a bad attorney. It's not that at all. Right. That's not their job. You're looking for a personal CFO. That's what you're looking for. You need someone that knows tax planning. Someone that knows financial planning. Someone that knows risk management. Notice I said risk management, not insurance. Okay? They got to know insurance, but they also got to know other risk management strategies, right? Somebody knows retirement planning. Somebody knows estate planning. Legacy planning. What's the difference? If you don't know that, you need to go back and listen to our shows right here on Life Planning 101. Business planning. Everything about business planning is so important from start to finish. Alpha and omega business planning, right? Right? liabilities, debt and 
<laughs> the risk of lawsuits, right? And what tools are out there so you can look at your picture from a holistic standpoint? You know, a great example I always give of this is your property and casualty agent. A lot of times when we get an insurance contract for review, you know, at our company, we see that the limits of liability are not near high enough. Right. And we, you know, you may say, well, my insurance agent should have done that. Well, you should have told them you had more assets, right? I mean, that that's a common problem. And the one of the least expensive things to insure. Yes, absolutely, right? But we work on a don't ask, don't tell relationship with our bankers, with our CPAs, with our attorneys. with and, and even if you did tell them everything, are they really versed in every single one of these areas? And that's very yeah. doubtful, yes. right? So I saw this great coffee cup that said, uh, Chief Financial Officer, we solve problems you didn't know you had in ways you didn't understand. I said, oh, that is so perfect because that's like someone coming into our office for the first time and they've, uh, you know, given us everything to analyze and look through and we go, they go, what, 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 what? And it's not a fault of any one person. I just wish they would have started it sooner. Just like I know that gentleman I shared with story with in the second segment of the show that's in the same position that he was 15 years ago from a success standpoint because he chose to do the job alone. I know this, that if you were to ask him today if he could go back and do one thing different, what would he tell you? Get some help. Yeah. He'd be asking who. Who is my personal CFO? Who is the one that's going to be able to help me manage this so I can continue to focus on what makes me successful and keep growing in that success? And that's what a CFO is all about. So it's up to you. Now, I have a disclaimer. Normally at this point I'd say, if you don't have one, call us. Well, I don't want your business if you don't want to be helped. Because here's the reality of it. Just like that gentleman breaks my heart because I care about him so much. I know him personally and has broken my heart for 15 years to watch him do what he's doing. We don't want to work with people that don't want to be helped. And How it, does he feel about it? I mean, right now. Now? Yeah. It's a completely different place. He's the first thing and man, I wish I would have done this years ago. But he's at a point of pain. He's at a point that he's on his last stand. And he knows he's going to, if he's ever going to retire, he's got to do things right. And now he's got to play T-ball because he doesn't have enough to do anything any way different. So is that going to be you? I mean, that's the question, right? Right. Ha, ah, well, that's a good way to end the show. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, my name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services here in Eastland, Texas. We are a life planning firm. We do act as a personal CFO. We love what we do. We love helping people get to live life on purpose because that's what life is all about. You focus on your success. We take care of the rest. That's how it works. So if you need more information, make sure you go to www.kennedy-financial.com. And if we're working with you already, keep up the good work. Let's keep playing team and keep working through these difficult times as we approach them. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. 
Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.